are squawking dead. And the first thing I want to say is we're in week three of our um, giveaways and we are giving away a print from RM Graphics. Uh, it's like these Disney-esque prints of the Walking Dead characters and it's pretty damn wild. I just love the idea uh, of this concept and it's pretty cool. So yeah, pretty cool. yeah if you want uh, a copy, if you want to win it, you got to enter squawkingdead.com. And uh, I think we wanted to just get back into sort of the news that we've kind of missed in the last two weeks since we've last broadcasted. So with that, I give it to my co-host. Why do we start with the news? I'm trying to think. I mean, we know the reason. Do we want to start with recent news or do we want to go all the way back? The choice is yours, Carol. You hold the reins. <sighs> well, the big news recently is Dwight. Yes. Yes, it is. That, is. that was the big breaking news. I don't know how I feel about this news, that basically Dwight is going to also cross over to Fear, The Walking yes. Dead, for this upcoming season five. Which, just to remind everybody, everyone, a- Ashley called this out on our show in the last episode, and I was just, and I kind of like questioned it. I was like, how does that make sense? I don't know that that makes sense. You know, why would Dwight? And then, like, you backtrack and you start to think about it, and then all obviously the news kind of comes out later, so. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, though. No, I mean, what's your thoughts on it? Are you enthusiastic about it? Are you indifferent about it? Are you? Well, I'll you tell know? you what. I'm giddy. I'm pretty giddy about it. I'll be honest. You're, what? <laughs> Why? I'm. I'm just kind of sick. I'm just kind of sick and giddy in the belly about it because there's something about. <laughs> There's just something about him cross, like a character like him, mm-hmm. with who's almost kind of like a tabula rasa kind of character. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Okay. Like okay. He, he he can go anywhere and he could be anything at this point because you know defeat, defeating court, quote unquote Negan, you know, you know yeah. he can go anywhere from here. So there's a whole bunch of emotions. Okay, and then yeah. all, I I kind of I wanted to put this in the notes, but it's kind of like. Does he have Sherry? You know, and we know that he was going to look for him or her. So, you know, is it the I, search for Sherry, right? I don't know. I mean, it's like I can see how they can pivot and take his story into fear. The thing is that, like, there's a the part of me that's like, man, this is a cheap ploy to get me to watch fear. This is a cheap ploy <laughs> to basically, like, suck it into fear because I want to know what happened to Dwight and Sherry. And now right. you're going to put it as part of the fear family. And now I'm going to have to watch fear to find out what happens to Dwight and Sherry. Oh, I'm nuts. Which is probably what's going to happen. Yeah, pr- uh, pretty much. I mean, it, I mean, like, all- I'll, and I'll watch it just because I want to know. Right. I just exactly. want to know what happened. They're, they're just trying to diversify right now. <laughs> They're trying to get Carol specifically to watch have... The Walking Dead and like it, maybe. I don't know. They're trying really hard, yeah. I mean, and I don't know if this is all part of the master plan. Like, if you, I don't know, like, is that, is what happens with Dwight, is that going to inform whatever happened in that time jump with Michonne and Daryl and the scars? Like, is that going to inform? Is that going to be somehow related, connected, inform whatever it is that happened? We get the impression that some group came and caused something. So could it be that it's like fear, somebody from fear or something from fear connects with like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is all part of one big master plan. Well, I'll say this much. Uh <laughs> According to some of the news that I actually put in our notes, uh, um, it's not. They said a, that they're not going to combine it. They're not right, going to like merge it. Right. The thing that we've been talking about, um, I think part of it, and even Fear the Walking Dead in our in our uh, episode twenty four where we kind of did the cross. Uh, we were in mid-season of Fear the Walking Dead and then into um, getting sneak peeks about season nine. Uh-huh. 
And what we had not predicted, but kind of hoped it would happen is the series would merge. Now, this is obviously before, um, I think it was before Andrew Lincoln's exit was teased, but I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And also um, all these big plans, the time jump, uh, the movies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, so now it's kind of like, it seems clear to us and it's been kind of told is that um, there's going to be a diversification of the, of the universe. So, uh-huh. it, so even though some characters will be crossing over from fear, now mm-hmm. people can see my finger because I, nah. I can use my hands. There you uh, go. Obviously the audio stream can't. Um, <laughs> uh, there will be there. There may be crossovers from fear to uh, uh-huh. to The Walking Dead, and maybe vice versa. So <laughs> we don't really know. So uh, so that yeah. that's kind of maybe out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a possibility. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, there's another problem though. But uh, with Dwight going over, and it's pretty big. Um, as some of you may or may not know, things happen in the comics to Dwight, um, and this may kind of affect. Uh, the trajectory of the TV character in the show. Now, it may all end up working out mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, but um, things as they are right now with him going to fear, they may not rebound back. You know what I mean? Do, uh, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about, first of all? Because I, I mean, like, I, I mean, no, because it was spoiled everywhere. But, you know, I mean, there are things that Dwight's involved. Dwight is very much in the comic spoiler alert. Dwight is a very dominant figure in the comic and he ends up, you know, as we've already seen, like he's, he goes against Negan and the saviors and he becomes kind of like a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like representative of the saviors in a way. Kind of. Basically he becomes sort of like the new de facto leader of the saviors in the time after the, uh, the fall of Negan or the defeat of Negan. So Dwight becomes like their representative unwillingly. He does not want that role. Sounds like Daryl to me. It's it's very much sounds like Daryl, yeah. But but Daryl and Dwight, they're so like, you know, they're so and in a way, speaking of that, it does kind of make sense when you think about it that way, moving a guy like Dwight to fear in a way, because thing is that Dwight and Daryl are such similar characters in certain respects. Yep. That anytime there's any character on the show that comes close to being com- competitive for like ranking with Daryl, it's not going to happen. It's like the Highlander. There can only be one. Mm-hmm. So basically like the other, Daryl's always going to be around. Daryl ain't going in. No, this guy's a cash cow. This guy is a cash cow. He's Would not you- going anywhere. So basically Dwight, it's like, I'm not, I'm not totally surprised to be like, Dwight, we're going to move you over to fear because Daryl is getting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but I, I think that you can still, if I think about the trajectory in the comic, there's elements that you can take from the story potentially because spoiler alert in the comic, Sherry also plays a very significant role. She becomes sort of, she becomes sort of like, and it's, it's not even really clear in the comic. Here's the thing. The comic is good source material, but it's mm-hmm. not necessarily clear like how some of these things happen necessarily. How do we get to this point? Sherry at some point becomes the leader of the New Saviors and very much like a power-hungry leader of the New Saviors. Well, she took um, all the shit, apparently. But the thing is, it would be interesting to see if Dwight goes to fear in this search for Sherry, let's say, or let's say they find each other and they decide to leave and go away someplace. It would be interesting to see if maybe we see the development of Sherry and how she becomes that leader for the saviors or whatever, because you, you, get, you keep getting the impression that something happened in that time jump and that a group was trusted or somebody was trusted 
and they basically did something or whatever. It would be interesting to see if Sherry came back and like, they were like, oh no, it's Sherry. She was one of Negan's wives or whatever. And she kind of flips the script and like, you know, surprises everyone or whatever. Like, who knows? Tell them what's what. Yeah. Yeah. So they could take elements from the story, even moving Dwight to fear to kind of better inform how that relates to what happens years down the line in Alexandria. So they could work with it. It's not going to be exactly how it is in the comic, but there's no way that they're going to be able to get things exactly how it is in the comic. There's no way. I don't think it's possible anymore now. No, it's not possible. Although there was an article from Metro that was talking about like, oh, could this be the end of Negan? And I wrote in the in the notes, like, I don't know if you saw it. I put CG colon bullshit. (laughs) Right, right going anywhere that, like by the way that's why i put that in there because it's it just things that, are, that get talked about by people yeah. you not know what they're talking about well the thing is that like if you have some basis for it i get it but they're like really like i read the article and i was like their basis was like well now anything could happen i'm like but the show's always been like that anything can always happen like anybody i mean technically yes Negan could be killed off at any point sure but is it gonna happen wait what do you mean <laughs> i'm like but is it gonna happen He's another cash cow. He ain't going anywhere. And he plays too important of a role with the Whispers. But the one thing that I wanted to highlight was um, in the effort of bringing up the whole possibility of Dwight um, doing something else is that it's possible. And this may be true. I don't know how they're going to do it to a point where everybody's going to find it acceptable. But there's two possibilities that emerged from one of those articles, and that's Daryl takes over as the role of Dwight. And if that's the case, Hmm. Dwight is uh, sorry, Daryl is in some some way on the chopping block as a result. And nobody wants to hear this. I don't think he's going to be on the chopping block because because Dwight is still alive in the comic. Dwight is still alive. So even if he takes he? a portion, yeah. Even though he took a shot to the head? No, Dwight didn't. Dwight. Mm-mm, not Dwight. I thought Dwight took a shot in the head in the comics. Uh-uh. Explain that. Abraham did. Dwight didn't. Though. Oh, I'm talking about in the, in the far future. In the far future Commonwealth yeah. time? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Hmm. I would have to see the most recent recent, but I thought it was pretty caught up unless it was like really recent. Yeah, it's really recent. <laughs> oh, it was like a recent issue? Did I just spoil it for you? But no, 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 it's fine because like... The problem is it was everywhere, everywhere on the internet, unfortunately. I don't think that Daryl is going to like go anywhere because I think that the thing with Daryl is that Daryl is basically going to play, as far as I'm concerned, a combination of several different pieces. He's going to be like Carl. He's going to take the Carl portion of the romance with Alpha's daughter, Lydia, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, something that we mentioned. Yeah, yeah there's going to be that aspect of which I'm very happy for him because now he's no longer asexual anymore. Like everybody's like, girls asexual. <laughs> I still have my theories, but it's okay. We'll let it, we'll, I, we'll just see what happens at this point. I think it's happening. I By think the way, I, I, mentioned, I, I merely mentioned the fact that Daryl might be gay and like people just stop chatting. It's just the weirdest thing. People because take it really seriously. I don't think he is. I, I don't think so. I think he is just... I think that he, I think it's going to be him and Lydia. I, I, yeah, I it's, it's appearing happen. that way. Yeah, but it's he, appearing that way. And I think that so he'll play. I think that he'll take some of Dwight's role. I think he'll take some of Carl's role. I think he's going to like have certain elements. But Daryl's never dying. Daryl is the last man standing. Yeah. Well, Daryl's kind of like the new Rick, it seems like. 
You know, he seems to be taking charge when it comes to encounter uh, meeting up with Alpha and, and meeting up with uh, Liddy in the cell and all that. Mm-hmm. So as far as we can see right now. Yep. Uh, and people, I think people on the show have kind of sort of said as much too about and fighting Daryl. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Possibly. We haven't seen that, but we don't yeah. know. Yeah, the video clip. Oh, the oh, fighting beta. Yeah, I thought you said alpha for some, for some reason. No, 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 fighting beta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Who looks amazing? That's wild. Yeah, he looks just like his counterpart. Like, like if you've seen the comic, he looks just like him. They did an awesome job. Frightening. Very good. Very like just the stature and everything. Like just spot on. And the reveal, <laughs> just like lurking behind translucent sheets of plastic. It's barely in focus. I will say that I think they're going to have to definitely play around with some stuff. I mean, which Mm. they obviously will. Because the one thing that the comic doesn't do a very good job of is, I think, character deaths in general in the comic. Mm-hmm. I think that there's only been like maybe a couple of character deaths that have been significant in the comic. And because it's been done so well in the comic, they've done it on the show. Like mm-hmm. Glenn, the way Glenn died on the show is the way Glenn died in the comic, like almost shot for shot. That's how it was. Um, mm-hmm. What was another one? Remember Spencer, the guy yeah. who um, Negan basically like gutted? Yeah, Austin Nichols. Yeah. That was shot for shot. How it was oh. in the comic, like panel for panel, almost word for word, exactly the way it was. Um, so they've done like certain ones that were significant and I, but they do try on the show sometimes to kind of like revisit deaths that maybe weren't done as well to try and kind of like, or, or to just give the character more their due. Shane dies very soon in the comic. They kind of like for on the show, they dragged it out through season one and, you know, obviously season two. Um, yeah, but in the, if you were to go by the comic standard, he would have been killed off a little, probably within season one. Um, but, you know, they dragged it out a little bit longer. Abraham's death was different. Abraham's death, obviously, on the show, he got killed by Negan in the mm. lineup. In the comic, he There's, gets Denise's death with right. the arrow. And it's such an abrupt... I mean, Denise's death was very abrupt. I mean, I would say that that was a significant death and the fact that it was so abrupt, how it happened. Like, you're watching it and she's talking and it's like... Ah, and then... It just happens so quickly that you're so taken back, like, oh, my God, you know, like you weren't expecting it. But for a character like Abraham, like, and they even said it's like a character like Abraham didn't deserve the more, I don't know, uh, I don't want to say majestic death, but a more impactful death, I guess, than just something so random like an arrow. And that's it. Right. So, right. Um, they uh, do I, I mean, he needs one last suck my nuts. <laughs> he just needs to go out fighting instead of going out like so abruptly. And right. that's and they did a good job of that. Alpha in the comic, she has a significant death, but I feel like it happens fairly quickly. I don't know if they're gonna yeah. have it happen so quickly. Beta yeah. too. Beta's death is actually very uneventful for a character like him. So I feel like that's gonna change too. I don't yeah. think that they're gonna kill him off the way he's killed off in the comic because it seems almost like almost kind of like, really? That's how you're gonna do it? All right, you know. Father Gabriel has a very majestic death in the comic. Mm. What I and I think that they will do it on the show. Yeah, I mean, because that's also in question too, because of the the way they're handling Eugene and 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 Gabriel and Rosita, and so it's kind of unclear whether they're going to stick to the comic books on this one, only because of so many fat. Like even like there, I remember the was it Rosita's supposed to be pregnant in the comics, and yes. things happen that are really tragic. 
So we don't it really was, know. Let's just say it heads on pikes. Like I that mean, too. Yeah. That's, that's and I think that that's like the big thing that everybody knows is going to happen. Yeah. The in one. My, in my opinion, that's going to be the season finale. I think so too. I think it's. I don't think we're going to wrap this up um, all in one half season. No. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. Especially no with the gravity that these people are. You know, these these people weigh down on our main group too. So. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it'll be wrapped up like that. What I wonder is like how many of our people are going to be sacrificed? Like, is it going to be eight, 10, 12, at least eight? Right, right. Because in the comic book, it's quite the number. It's like 10. Right. I mean, that's a lot in one go. I mean, we have a full cast of people. (laughs) Come on, let's just throw them all on there. I mean, you Except know, for I mean, Daryl because Daryl ain't going anywhere. Right, right. Daryl and Negan. So we know Daryl, he's safe, sort of. Daryl's right? safe. Michonne's safe. Like when Michonne's like, I don't want to go to the fair. I'm like, good, good, good. Don't go to the fair. Don't, don't, don't go. No, you're good. Don't go to the fair. You're good. So Michonne. Oh, and, and Melissa McBride, three, three year contract. Fine. She's fine. That kind of segues us pretty nicely oh. to that because uh, one of the news so that. Daryl, too, right? He yeah. signed three-year contract right norman reedus and uh, melissa mcbride basically signed three-year contracts with options to appear in companion series or movies mm. so it's a pretty open-ended contract with a salary hike uh, on for both of them mm-hmm. um <laughs> obviously norman reedus is getting paid more i mean if social capital has any indication i mean everybody likes carol but more He's than a ever, star more than everybody likes him. Norman Reedus. He's so cool. Whether you are like Gaga over him or not, he's just he you can't not like him because he's a cool guy. Yeah. He's nice. He's and he's a cool character. Cool person, mm-hmm. cool character, nice guy. What's not to like? It's just such a weird thing. I mean <laughs> What? Like the Daryl like obsession where people are like, if you kill Daryl, we riot. Well, less of that than than the fact that and I brought this up about like certain songs that you don't expect to be hits, but suddenly they're mm-hmm. hits, and that's like Daryl. Like they weren't supposed <laughs> to be there and then Daryl was not put supposed him in there. to be this fan favorite that people lose their minds over. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's proof positive that like that the thing that you say about adaptations and that that's how when you start to change things is when things kind of um, when you start to tweak things that are originally in the comics to kind of adapt them for television. Like Daryl is the quintessential like embodiment of what you can do when you start adapting things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I agree. Like, and it's worked. It's worked for them. It's worked for him. It's worked for the show. It's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Daryl's not going anywhere. I don't know. What else we got on there? I well, mean- in terms of crossover characters, like, so it's not being ruled out. Morgan and Rick perhaps reuniting at some point. Right. I could see that. Though. I, well, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, people. Although. I- <sighs> Okay, okay. No, I mean, you can, but I also don't know. I mean, Morgan, Lenny James is an amazing actor. Thing is, I'm just trying to think about it because I'm trying to imagine where Morgan could fit in. But I guess I could see Morgan at a place like the Commonwealth. I could see him, because in my mind, because that's where Rick is, in my mind. In my mind, he and Maggie are there. And yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I could see that kind of reunion happen. Like, I like the idea that they always seem to find each other. I like that. I think that that's a very poetic. Yeah. Especially the way I think was it. I, I think it was either Andy or um, Lenny who mm-hmm. said they're always they always seem to be attuned to the same frequency. Yeah. You know, I like bringing that back the, the walkie reference. <laughs> walkie talkie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see that. And I think it's nice. I think that if they do that kind of cool especially considering that morgan is 
you could kind of make him pivot anyway at this point because he's not well first of all he's far exceeded his lifespan in the <laughs> comic in the comic he in the comic he dies when the horde takes over in um takes over alexandria the episode where carl gets shot i think it's um called no way out mm-hmm. in, in the comic equivalent oh shot in the eye you mean yeah okay sorry, shot in the eye Morgan dies during that whole kind of herd invasion or whatever. Right. So he doesn't make it out past that point. So he's far outlived, you know, his comic equivalent. You Same know. thing with Melissa McBride, the um well, Carol, yeah, right? Way, yeah. Beyond. She she died. Way back beyond. Oh man. Yeah. So she's and that's the thing. I guess and I guess we'll talk about it too, like in terms of the Jesus character. And um Yeah. Because he the thing is that, you know, like Carol the character of character the character of carol is far different than what's in the comic and um, which has been a wonderful thing i, right. I love the character the carol on the show way more than Car- carol in the comic you know <laughs> who's just I guess she was kind of like the Andrea equivalent, just sort of like, oh, so annoying. You know, like she just, she she was sort of like, all right, fine. So Eugene took that out. (laughs) You're kidding. But like the thing is that like, for instance, like Jesus, I completely 100% understand where Tom Payne was coming from in terms of his very honest sentiments. Yeah. How he felt. You mean his candor. He was very candid. And it kind of all makes sense now, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Because we met him. Right when he probably found out. Probably when he found out. Right. And he was so... I remember at the time we were surprised. Like, wow, he was kind of candid about the fact that... He was like really sour. Very sour. But it it all makes sense. Because like when I was watching, you know, the mid-season finale and, you know, spoiler alert, he gets killed. Like, (laughs) if you you don't know that... If you haven't caught up, I'm sorry. If you haven't caught up, sorry. You're on a recap show, sort of. You're on a recap show. (laughs) Jesus gets killed. And like, I was just like, I was shocked. But then I was like, you know what? It kind of now all makes sense now why he was sort of like, meh, you know, like he was sort of over it at that yeah. point, you know? It's like he and couldn't help himself too. It was like, he, he just couldn't help, help him be bummed. Yeah. Like, what do you have to lose at that point? You already know you're getting killed <laughs> off. So like, I would be the same way. It's like legal action. <laughs> If I'm no, if you're telling me I'm getting laid off in two weeks, what the hell do I care? Like, well, you don't have an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean you do have it in some sort of way, but you know, yeah. You I mean, but he, but he was right to be able to express his disappointment and saying, like, look, because he is right in the comic, Jesus does all these amazing stunts, and I kept waiting for that. I kept yeah. waiting for that moment to happen. And I don't think his character or fan potential fan stardom took off the way it could have because like oh, everyone yeah. was sort of waiting for that, like waiting for that moment where he's going to like do this stuff and catch grenades and throw it back at the saviors and just sort of like be this like, you know, amazing martial competitor. And we only got a slight sliver of that, you know, and then it was just kind of like he just got put on the back burner and it just didn't happen. But again, the thing is in the comic, he's like Rick's right hand man. Who's Rick's right-hand man on the show? Daryl. As long as Daryl's around, it ain't. Things are. You're gonna have to change things because you're not gonna be able to have Jesus shine the way he shines in the comic. You're not gonna be able to have a uh, Dwight shine the way he shines in the comic. You can't do it. Right. Daryl, all because of Daryl. You think Daryl is yeah, the cause because, of all this? Uh, and I'm not act saying it's his fault, but I'm just saying like you no. can't, There's not enough to go around. Like you yeah. can't necessarily like have Daryl do all these cool stunts and then have. I mean. 
I don't know. I guess you could say that you could have Jesus do that stuff, but they just never really developed it in that direction. They never did. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I just, I just didn't see when they casted him as Jesus. Like, I mean, they just never developed him in that way. So he didn't kind of come off as this like martial fighter or whatever, you know, like he just. You're saying as a like visually looking at Tom Payne. Visually, he didn't have the same look as in the comic because in the comic, this Jesus guy can go head to head with Negan, like literally like head to head, eye to eye, mano a mano. Mm. I mean, it's not doesn't like if you look at these, if you look at Jeffrey Dean Morgan and you look at like Thomas Payne, Tom Payne, like it doesn't it's not the same as the way it is in the comic. Now, that doesn't mean that it can't work because Jeffrey Dean Morgan doesn't have the stature that Negan has in the comic where he's like this big buffed out guy. That's like Jeffrey Dean Morgan doesn't have that kind of build or that kind of frame or whatever, but it still works. Because they developed him in that way to have this like charismatic, you know, persona, whatever. So it works, you know, he's made it work in his own way and has made Negan still have this sort of like personality, but in his own way, he's made that role. I don't think that they ever gave Tom Payne a chance to really kind of like make that role his and develop it in a way that still like pays homage to the character. And Mm. he gets to do these cool stunts and things like that because he wanted to do that. Like he wanted to. He He trained for it too. He trained for it and he never got a chance to like really exhibit any of those skills. Like I would be disappointed too. I would be very disappointed also. You know what they could really do uh, is that because just so everybody knows, we will be flashing back to somewhere between the six year time jump, five year time jump, five year, six year. Yeah. And we will be getting we will be getting a couple of things, one uh, one of which is um, specifically. Well, here's what I was hoping. Uh, and then we'll move on to the other things that we wanted to talk about in terms of that time jump is that what they could do is they can have Negan somehow. Maybe they try uh, letting him outside and, you know, they try to wreck wreck time and then Jesus swoops in and they actually end up having that fight. Huh? Huh? It'd be cool uh, if they did that, but I feel like he wouldn't have been so surly. No. If that <laughs> Unless you know he's saying? an actor. <laughs> I don't know. He he was very like candid with us. He was very candid in interviews with other publications. So I don't think I don't think it happened. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> we, in testing, it didn't work out. You know, it you know it proved to be bullshit. <laughs> so. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. It's just, it's a shame. And it's, it's it's, you can't really, and there's, it's hard to really say that, you know, well, how, if you really think about it, how would they Mm. been, how would they have been able to do that? Considering one specific thing, like, because you, you basically have to sacrifice the thing that they tried to do with Simon raiding the hilltop. Now, is, is the fight with Jesus so important that you get rid of that? Or is, was the Simon thing badass enough to kind of say, okay, we're, we have to drop this in order to, to do this. And I, I have to say, like, I kind of like the idea of Simon wigging out. No, but there's a way that it could have been done because like when we had the whole point, we had the episode where um, the garbage people turned on Alexandria where mm-hmm. they find out that like, Oh, they thought that they made a deal with them, but actually they made a deal with Negan and you know, that whole thing or whatever. Right. And kind of like they have a brief, firefight or whatever but then they're kind of like squashed and basically it's kind of like a lineup again and Negan like threatens that he's gonna like kill Carl or whatever like oh at, at Alexandria right yeah yeah at Alexandria where they're like kind of like on their knees again yeah you're right uh, in the comic that's the point where Jesus comes out like the cavalry arrives in the way it does in the comic with Ezekiel and Sheba, Sheba. and all that 
but Jesus does too. And like the saviors have their weapons. And when they try to like, you know, throw grenades and stuff like that, Jesus is like catching them and throwing it back at the saviors. Like right. I mean, it's super cool. But that happens at that point. And they did it, but they didn't use Jesus in that way. Mm. That They could have done it and it wouldn't have necessarily compromised any of the rest of the storyline because that does happen and they did do it with the cavalry like showing up and you know pushing the saviors out so they couldn't done it i don't know why they didn't necessarily i don't know why they didn't do it right the opportunity was there i mean could it be that maybe in the tv show jesus just seemed too formidable like that he could have really done some damage to jeffrey d morgan i mean not not (laughs) not as a human being no 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 i know what you're saying like i don't know i just just heard the way that sounded (laughs) It's like Jeffrey D. Moore, poor him. No, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. if it would have been just in, in, in light of the fact that um, Negan doesn't look the way he does in the comics, but Jesus doesn't look the way he looks in the comic either, though. Oh, that's true. I guess he, he doesn't. Neither one of them does. You know, like I, I think they could have done it. They could have. Mm. They they had opportunities to. They chose not to. Why they chose not to is beyond me. I don't mm. know. I don't know why they chose not to, but I think it was a missed opportunity. And I think clearly the actor is disappointed. Can't say I blame them, but here yeah, we are. Me neither. And we're all bummed. <laughs> Everybody was bummed. Everybody was bummed out about it just because of what could have been. Yeah. 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 Well, like there was a lot of opportunity that wasn't explored. But you know, it is what it is. As they say in New York, it is what it is. You know how many people hate that that saying? It is what it is, really? Yeah. It's definitely a New York thing. It is what it is. No. If I said like no, for me, like a New York thing is that if when I'm down here and I say like not for nothing, but blah 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 blah. Like I am very well aware that not for nothing is a very much a tri-state area thing. Yeah. But like, because I don't hear anybody else outside of the tri-state area ever say that. Yeah. Not for it nothing is, is it. But it's, it. I don't see that being. It is a tri-state area thing. I don't see that being uttered by anybody younger than 45, even though we're younger than 45. <laughs> I never say that. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly Sad we so. inch to middle age. Sad as hell. Stop it, David. Sad as hell. Uh, it's not uh, sad. We live good okay. lives. It's okay. It's okay. We're I on accept. a podcast. Wait, everybody's on a podcast? Eh, listen, I accept it. It's fine. Fine. Everybody Breathe over 40 has their own podcast. Not for nothing. Not for nothing. <laughs> exactly. Not for nothing, but that's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's a rite of passage. Doesn't each state have to mandate that everybody have a podcast in order to vote in elections? Oh, we're not going to talk about politics on this. Now. Now. <laughs> now. We can't even talk about that. It's no. Other. What are politics in the apocalypse? Well, we've seen it with like the hilltop and Alexandria and their tribunals. That's true, and we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Tribunals, um, uh, how Maggie uh, manipulates Alexandria to do what she well, what she wants, what she yeah. We've seen that. We've broken that you down. Know be, you know, it would be really cool. I really would love. I mean, I want the season finale to be like heads on a pike for sure so it's yeah, like it's I'm gonna just, be that's so horrible every time i say that i feel so bad that i'm like i need to see heads on a pike i need to see 10 heads like on a pike <laughs> on a row 10 heads i want to see rosita eugene no not eugene's not whoa eugene's gonna be fine eugene's not going anywhere right he's but, gonna come into his own 
he's got to get the ham radio up and going. That's, that's true. But I want to see the heads on the pike and I want to see the ham radio up and running and I want to hear them make contact and I want to hear Rick or Maggie on the other end of that ham radio. If you it's like, Rick, What's the zombie equivalent of a bridezilla? That's what you are right now. That's what you're doing right now. <laughs> no, it's like that. this would be perfect because... It would be perfect. It would be perfect. It would be great. If, it, if it's Rick's voice on the other line and we have the heads on a pike, I'm like, beautiful. It's perfect. It's exactly mm-hmm. how this needs to end for the yeah. season. Well, we, we've got to break the tension, though. There's one thing that we need to, to like really just say is probably going to happen. And that's right. um, we have to grapple with the idea that Ezekiel... Oh, yeah, he's dead. Definitely going to be on that. Definitely going to die. Sorry. And Jerry, too. (laughs) No, no. No, yeah, Jerry's going to die, too. Because the thing is that, like... I mean, I'd be okay, but that... No, I won't be okay. I'm going to be really upset about this. And I've already kind of mentally prepared myself and emotionally have prepared myself for this because I've Mm. accepted the fact that it's going to happen. Because the thing is, it's like they have to make the deaths mean something. And it's got to hurt. It has to be painful. Meaning, like, it has has to have... impact it has to have an impact like you can have your like filler people in there that are like because then the comic is the same thing like there are certain people that are there that that get killed and it's like okay the death doesn't resonate as much because you're like oh well that sucks or whatever but then when you're like no he got killed too no you know so they have to have those people too so you gotta have is well ezekiel for sure jerry um who else rosita tara um tara huh yeah not doing anything right She's- right I've been hearing a lot of like Tara hate you know really? I don't hate Tara like, no I not mean- not you I'm just saying in general what, what kind of hate um like, pe- people are just sick of her character it's really uh it's really Tara, upsetting Tara is the kind of character that's like I'll give you an example I watched Project Runway I don't know if you, you know, are you familiar I with have Project actually, Runway? yeah. Love Project Runway. I've been so, years. I'll, I'll give that much. It's off the air though, right? It's not, is it no, still running? Oh, okay. Running like season, God only knows what, like 25 or whatever. But like, anyway, no, it's not 25. It's uh, 15 like maybe. Probably like, yeah, yeah 16. If I had to do the math. But like, I remember early on, it might've been like the first or second season, you know, because I've been watching it since like day one. I remember like Tara is the kind of ca- character, like this contestant that they had on Project Runway where they were down to like four people. And one day they were in the kitchen getting something to eat. And one of the guys like had his little confessional and he was like, yeah, you know, I kind of turned around and saw, I don't know, John or whatever. And I thought to myself, man, you're still here. Like, and, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, Tara is that kind of person that you turn, that you look at and you're like, how are you still here? I'm still alive. How are you still alive? You know, it's like, all these other like martial fighters have come and gone. Tara's still around. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that that's sort of like you can only dodge the bullet for so long. Mm. So I feel that like Tara's time may be coming to an end. Like if you if you have to pick ten people, like Tara's definitely going to be in that ten, in my opinion. Mm, mm. And then you can fill it in also with um, uh, what's it, Diana. She's dead too. Oh, uh, yeah. You mean Diane? Diane. I'm sorry. She's dead too. Um, wow. Yeah. Brett, Brett Butler's character. She's gone. Oh, um, um, Tammy Rose. 
Yes, Tammy's Tammy gone. Tammy Sutton. Of the teenagers, filler all bodies. At least a couple of them. Like the guys that are all like, ooh, let's what like about Addy? zombies or whatever. I'm like, no. The, the doofus guys that are like being like okay. all reckless. I'm like, whenever you have any reckless characters, I'm like, you guys are dead. Yeah. So it's like, you guys are done too. Well, so, which brings to mind, like, because they were obviously messing with that um, walker. So maybe they'll yes. try to do the same thing with the other one. And it's not a walker. And it's not a walker. Yeah. No, but they're, they're Here's the thing. I'm really liking Addie's character. With I think um, Addie will survive. I think there's yeah. just. Yeah. I think it, Addie could potentially be the equivalent of Sophia in the comic. Does in Sophia the, survive in the comic? Yes, Sophia oh. does survive in the comic. Oh my god! So, but that that just shows how my my ignorance, by the way, no, which no, is no. kind of great. I mean, no, like, it's I had not known until now. It. No, but you're coming at it from a different perspective, which is what makes this so magical. Mm. But Addie reminds me a lot of Sophia in the look. The look that she has looks very similar to Sophia in the comic, hmm. and she kind of has a crush on Carl, even though Carl doesn't necessarily see her in that way. But huh. she kind of has like this. And and I can see her having a crush on um, what's the her- name? Uh, the 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 one who the teenager from the no the teenager from the kingdom the, the 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 boy what's his name who did the apprenticeship? Oh Henry. Henry, yes. Duh. I'm like, why, why, why? <laughs> what we were talking? Okay, gotcha. I, I can see Addie having a bit of like the crush on Henry, the way Sophia's character has a crush on Carl. Right, and, right. Even though Carl sees her more as like a almost like a sister sort of like figure that he wants to take care of, but he doesn't see her in that way necessarily. Well, there seems but, to be already some sexual tension between the two characters, though. I think that Addie seems to have an interest in him, even though, but I think that he doesn't necessarily see her in that way, which that's why I say it reminds me of the Carl Sophia dynamic, where yeah. it's, a, it's a little one sided. Not that he doesn't care for her at all, but it's not exactly the same. So I don't I think she'll survive. I don't think that she'll get killed off, but I yeah. think. Too- two doofus guys they're done yeah so think about it i mean that could maybe be 10 it's like the two teenagers Di- um tammy diane tara diane tara rosita jerry rosita, jerry ezekiel that's eight at least yeah that's at least eight and then you can fill in the other two and as i say eight is enough, eight is enough. <laughs> that that's also a 40 plus joke <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else, though. If there was anybody else, if there were a couple of other people that I would throw in there. Now, now you're now it's just wishful thinking on your part. No, it's not wishful. Thinking. Like what other you, people you know annoy me? You know who you could throw in. You could throw in, um, but it's like, damn, you're gonna kill everybody. Um, what's her name? Jerry's love interest. Ugh. Oh, Nabila. Nabila, you could kill her too. Nice. <laughs> just, just why not? Just more, like, all right, I'm just throw her in there. Just more incinerate. <laughs> just like, throw her in. Like anybody else. What do they do with the bodies? Uh, burn them? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Bigger I bonfire? That's what the bodies. Oh, duh. Um, maybe yeah. not Nabila, but there is a clip in the trailer. And, and this is the reason why I think that these might be the other two characters. In the trailer, um, we see one of your favorite new characters. Marco? The guy from Fantastic <laughs> Beasts. Oh, Dan Fogler. That's right. They show him in the woods with... Um, oh, who was it? With, um, was it with guy. Marco? No. What? No, he plays Luke. Yeah. Right? Uh, right. Yes, that's right. So the Luke character and the character that's with Enid... Oh, um, but, but um, I forget the, his his characters. Alden, 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 and Luke in the woods, surrounded by whispers. I'm like, there's your final two. 
Do you think you think um, Alden's on the chopping block? I think Alden's on the chopping yeah, block. Yeah, you know what really sucks about his character is that we wanted so much more from him in terms of uh, Maggie, but then lo and behold, Enid. Did you see that coming though? Because I did mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. That was like a sh- shock. I was like, all right, okay. But you know what though? It makes sense. I had a harder time believing Alden and Maggie together. I was like, that's a hard sell. Was it because of the events that transpired or? Visually, it just didn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Maybe, but it it could be because from a comic standpoint, Maggie's Mm -hmm. love interest is sort of like a soldier kind of kingdom type character. And he's, and he has a, he has a, a personality that's very much like a Negan personality in that he's very wisecracky. He's very sort of sarcastic. Like he's just, so Alden very much is not that character. He could have so, been though. You know what I mean? He, he did kind never, of have like that Boston-y kind of. Yeah, but this guy can, can be like a, okay, if you want to talk Boston-y or whatever, Maggie's, no, Maggie's character would have been with a Marky Mark Boston-y type guy. That's what this guy in the comic is. It's not like, a guy who sings at wakes. No, 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 no. So that's why I had a hard time buying Alden and Maggie. So when they switched it up and it was like, oh, him and Enid, I was like, eh, that makes more sense. But yeah, he's dead too. If I think about it now, I'm like, no, he's gone too. So then, yeah, oh, by the way, he's dead too. That's it too. So I'm calling it right now. So I'm going to say the two, the two teenager teen guys, they're, they're gone. Then we've got uh, Tammy. Who else did we say? Diane. Uh, Rosita, Tara, Jerry, Ezekiel, and Alden and Luke. Ten. We got it. Now we just have to. Now you have to write that down. (laughs) I am gonna write it down tonight before I go to sleep, and at this, and I'm gonna keep tabs of it. And when it comes to the season like finale, I'm gonna see like how many out of ten I got right. And if and if I get ten out of ten right, oh my god, I should get a prize. You should get a prize. Well, I'll I'll get get you a prize. I should get a prize. (laughs) This of your choosing. Be like, see that. It'll, it'll be a giveaway. This will be like the lottery numbers. That should, you know and what? depending on what the, what you get, you know, how many you get is like how many prize. you get. Yeah, exactly. There's different tiers depending on how many you get. I think what there we should do is should be the, yes, we should have we should have the fans um, weigh in on what each yeah. tier is going to be. So like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Mm-hmm. And then they decide what prize is the like the zero prize all the way up to the well, you won't get a prize for zero. <laughs> yeah, you prize for 10. Sorry. We'll determine what tier qualifies for a prize. Right, exactly. Or what prize, you know, or maybe it's like you do it in sections of four. So like, um, so if you get like four right, or sorry, five right or something, sorry. I think you should be over 50%. You got to get at least yeah. half. You got to get at least half and then there's a second prize and then there's a first prize for getting all right. 10. Right, exactly. Maybe 50%, 70%. Yeah. And then 100%. Like mm-hmm. you get to pick the top prize, but the fans get to pick the bottom and the middle prize. Interesting. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Something to think about. But for sure, there should be a poll or contest. For yes, sure. definitely. For you. I think this is good. This is good. We should, we're incentivizing the show. And we're getting everybody involved. I will mic drop if I get 10 out of 10. If I get 10 out of 10, I'm like, I should be like the next super fan. I'm like, I guess all your character deaths. <laughs> Like I, I pretty much like sensed it and I figured it out. What more do you want? Like, Ooh, I, I could swami. Yeah. I could write it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, I can't talk about anything about fear. <laughs> <laughs> I just, every time I see all these characters who are dead, you get angry. 
I mentally tune out. I start thinking about something else in my mind. <laughs> oh, please share with the rest of the class. What's no, nothing. I mean, it could be like supermarket shopping, like anything. Like, I just can't. I'm so... Do you have to like flee to a happy place? <laughs> or like I, even I, like my, a neutral place? My mind just goes anywhere else other than fear. It's like... I mean, the only thing I really wanted to bring up essentially was the Dwight thing. Um, yeah. Mostly uh, the Andy thing, which we brought up already. Uh, I mean, there is the Daniel Salazar, uh, Dan- was it? no, uh, Ruben Blades and um, Daniel Sharman, the two actors who played Troy Otto and uh, Daniel Salazar. Um, the fact that they're coming back to me, the only thing that makes sense to me is the idea that they maybe may team up together and be like a force to be reckoned with because they do need to inject some of the familiarity that we lost in season four. Did I lose you? <laughs> What's that? Are you going to your happy place? <laughs> I did. No, you have to talk about this because I think you I don't like this. I I cannot. I you know there are some people who are like Negan haters, and I'm the biggest Negan ap- apologist. You know, right. it's like look, I'll, I'll you know I, I I dig my heels in the dirt when it comes to Negan. I'm like, don't you dare don't criticize you him. Like he has valid reasons for what he does, but I mean, but the showrunners have no valid reason for what they're doing. <laughs> I just. Uh, they they still have now i can actually see you squirm it's just it's so great like fears is, oh god it's yeah no but but talk about it because i think no, i think people I just, are on the same page i mean even i'm on the same page to a certain extent too because i'm just, you know I mean, incredulous my, is the word my feeling with fear is that i just don't know where it's going i just don't and yeah. the thing is that with walking dead i know where it's going for the most part not exactly but there's a roadmap at least that you can kind of follow and sort of say okay it's this is the trajectory it may not hit all the stops that the comic does but this is the the trajectory that we're going to and i'm excited and looking forward to getting to that destination because i know that it's going to be it's going to be a good ride you know um but with fear i just sort of like get like confused because i'm like okay well what what are we doing here i'm like are we are are we in the following the tone of season three but then obviously not it's like it's like we hit the reset button but then even when we hit the reset sort of yeah we thought we were going in a certain direction and then that didn't happen and then i mean to me this was my thing it's like so I are would, we backsiding simon <laughs> i don't know i don't know because they're bringing these all, these previous season characters in so it's kind of like are we backsliding carol I, ju- I just don't know i don't know and that's the thing because it's not very clear to me like where this story was going what's the direction you're staying in texas are you going back to alexandria no we're not right. going to alexandria we're going to stay here and just kind of be like a you know reading rainbow factory helping people like i just like what are we doing here or like, the a team which some people have pointed out already which is kind of cool i mean cool for the nostalgia factor but like it's just yeah. and it's also just they had moments of, like there were certain episodes that were good in, in in season four there were certain ones that were fine but it was minimal and then it was then you had parts that were just written in a way that were just so cheesy to me and i was like you would never do this on walking dead like you would try to have like a monologue like this in walking dead and the person would like denise like denise tried to have her moment of monologue and she gets shot in the eye yeah that's what happens when you try to monologue like that's <laughs> Like, come on. Like, we can't have this cheesiness. Like, this is the apocalypse. Like, we're not going to have, like, these, like... For me, it's just the direction, though. You know what I mean? It's it's you're right. Like the thing that's really unsettling is is that there is no roadmap. 
And so we have to kind of not trust that they know what they're doing, but like, well, I mean, essentially we do have to do that or not. You can opt out. <laughs> but now that now that Dwight's coming on the show, it's kind of like oh, they're making me watch this shit again. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Like I'm bitter about the fact right. that exactly was my sentiment. I even like texted a couple of coworkers that are big fans. And I was just like, what do we feel? What do we think about this? It's like, right. is this going to make me watch this? Well, are, are any one of them kind of like still kind of into fear, by the way? Curious. Uh, this is a good the, ga- the gauge, you know. The last few episodes left a really bad taste in their mouth because of the whole introduction of the filthy woman, whatever the hell her name was. Right. I forget. Martha. Just, yeah. Oh, okay, it was just. What kind of stupid name is that? <laughs> God, it, damn it. it was just one of those things where it just felt like you arbitrarily threw in a villain that you killed off, and that like, but there was like, what was the point in all of this? Like again. Where are we going? What's the direction of this? What's this all about? What's this leading to? What's this point? Because I got excited when they were talking about like, oh, we're going to head to Alexandria. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. We're bringing this, we're, we're bringing this home. Okay. Like yeah. We're going there. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was the thing. I was like, are we, are we going there? Are we, are we doing something? Like what, what's happening here? Right. <sighs> So then I was like, okay. I thought that was a little unnecessary too. What, going to Alexandria? Well, I mean, no, it's, it's, you kind of have to do that because it it acknowledges the fact that the other universe exists, right? But, right. And it teases you and it plays with you. I could see why they would do that at the end of the day because if there is going to be a Dwight crossover, then I guess it makes sense at the end of the day. Um, So just having a reference to to it. Pretty easy to get from Virginia to Texas, huh? <laughs> Especially if you're running. <laughs> I mean, you can forest gump it, clearly. Like, jeez. Like, um, like, run, cars, Morgan, run. Ran, like, and got all the way to Texas. And yeah. Is Dwight just doing the same thing? I can vouch for the fact that it does take a really long time to drive there. It takes a really long time, I would think. Uh, I want to say 36 hours? Oh, Morgan did it in record time, apparently. <laughs> record time and I guess well right. there's not a lot of traffic i guess no not in the apocalypse no. <laughs> no no um but i i just yeah i i don't know like i don't know what the master plan is like i always hope i guess that's my disappointment too it's like my hope is that this is part of a master plan and it never fully is because like my hope against hope had been like if you were going to kill madison off first of all i had right. I had, I was given the side eye for the longest time on like Madison's dead. If I don't see a body in general in this universe, I'm always like, right. Eh, I don't know about that. That's why like in my mind, Sherry's still alive. Heath is still alive. Everybody that we don't see a body from, they're still alive. Even Daryl said that when he had the conversation with Carol in that episode, like he's been looking for a body. Yeah. If you don't find a body. They're still alive. They're right. still alive. Right. And that's basically like, that's the consensus. So for Madison, I was sort of like, are you really going to tell me that's how she's going to go out? Like, that's how it's going to happen or whatever. And in my mind, what I had been hoping for is that like, that what we end up seeing is Madison's transformation into alpha. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, like, that's kind of that's, like a cherry on top. Perfect. And it would have made sense because she led these oiled, soaked walkers away from her family. And the whole thing that the whispers do is that they manipulate these these hordes, you know, to work to their advantage, to work as their shields, to work as like their cloaking device, their camouflage. It's like... How, and their fodder too. How amazing would it have been to see to see Madison transform into Alpha? And it would have been totally believable. Totally believable. It yeah. would have made total sense. It wouldn't be that much work to kind of weave like no. that kind of story together. It would- 
And it would have, it's given, work, but it, it's work, but it would have given a rich backstory to how these people got there. Instead and familiarity of, too. Like, right. Instead of it, like some rando. Right. To make it, a, make it a conflict in a way where you're just like, where oh, you're invested like, in the redemption, possible redemption story. You're hopeful that, and because I will say, or, or the I, not. And then Martha would make more sense by the way. Cause but, Oh, the idea of you can't help some people. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to yeah. figure out a way out. And then, you know, because the then Martha me, makes sense, you know, because then that's the somebody that you can't help, you know. And so that kind of transfers over to, you know, Madison. I just think that if they would have <laughs> done the development of Madison into Alpha, then it would have even tied together with they do toy around in the comic that Alpha does have remorse for how she's living her life and what she puts her daughter through. Right. Lydia or whatever. Right. And, you know, she is eventually killed. But before, right before she's killed, you think that maybe she's like, kind of like, yeah, maybe, maybe this isn't the right thing to do, whatever. But, you know, she's killed. But right. she has that moment and you kind of think like, oh, is she, you know, like, is she reading? But she second guesses herself herself for a second. You know, like. No, you know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like if it had, if they had done that work, then I would have been in. And there's still that little part of me right now that is hopeful that they haven't shown me Alpha's face because Alpha's medicine. <laughs> that would <laughs> like, be that's still, in, that's interesting uh, that you think that way too. Because uh, there's still that little part of me that's sort of like I hope that this is all a ruse and it's Madison. <laughs> That's like, really interesting. But I, it can't be. I know it, it can't be. You know? I mean, we didn't see because a body. We, well, we didn't see Samantha Morton in any of the promos, but we definitely do know that that's Ryan Hurst. We definitely like, know it's Ryan it's Hurst. unavoidable. That beard is, is rec- instantly recognizable. Yeah, it's definitely him. But Kim but Dickens has in blue eyes, I think, right? She does. So, mm. I mean, it could. But then the thing is that... The biggest like, head fake ever. <laughs> it would... It would. I would still say like that. It would be. I would still be holding out hope for that if it weren't for the fact that we've seen Lydia as her daughter, and obviously, like Lydia is not Alicia, so it's like they don't have. It doesn't have to be her daughter. I don't know. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, that's true. They never change some things around. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just getting your hopes up. But I know. I know. <laughs> terrible. Like, I, I. But that's the thing. Like, if that happened, I would be like, oh, it's on. Because then, <laughs> like Rambo, Donkey Kong. No, because then. I would be invested in watching Fear because I'd want to see basically the backstory of how Madison became Alpha. Mm. And then you can take Fear to kind of like be the backstory of like, how did this group become the Whispers? How did we get here? How did these people get to this point? How did they get to Alexandria? You know, like, how did this whole thing happen? I'd be in. Mm-hmm. But right now, fear just seems like a random things that happen. It's almost like the mystery wagon for Scooby-Doo. And we're just going around saving people. I'm like, look, I wasn't, I, I never liked Scooby-Doo. I'm not into this. <laughs> Like a serial. Yeah, you're not into like the serial kind of solving one episode kind of thing. Saving this week. We're going to save these people. All right. We're going to. Well, with the introduction of of, um, Troy Otto and um, Daniel Salazar, it does throw a wrench in that. Like, let's say they try to help different groups here and there and they find out that A, they're. A, they're having really good success, but B, then you have an element of, and well, then there's the time jump, right? So we have a six-year time jump in The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. What happens to fear within those six years? Do we go over that in the first half or do we, how does that reconcile? And then given that fact, then you have uh, a duo who may or may not be together or may meet meet up with each other or whatever it is. 
And then there's also, a, mm-hmm. I like the idea of um, Kalataka Walker being perhaps a part of this, you know, Michael Gray eyes, which hasn't been announced. But if you get all three of these guys together, how do they, you know, put a wrench in the works with all that? Because if, if we do have a six year time jump in Fear the Walking Dead, then you have kind of like a similar situation where maybe things have happened, maybe some good things, maybe some really, really bad things. And we have a lot of flashbacks, maybe mm-hmm. they could be doing the same thing mm-hmm. that in Fear that they did in The Walking Dead. So I don't know. There's a lot of, okay, so mm-hmm. I'll give it to you. It's very unsettling because we don't have a roadmap, but the time jump does speed things up a little bit to where they can imply a lot of things and maybe given the possibilities, like balance that load of uncertainty and we can start assuming some bedrock ideas that have happened in this last six years. And then we can start playing around a little bit better because, you know, what they did in the last season was kind of like um, a straight continuation. And after another time jump from the dam blowing up. So... I mean, I just don't know. I don't know. But I'm willing to give it a try. Obviously, you're going to, too, because you have to. Oh, you know what would really suck is if they don't show Dwight until the end. But it will happen on the... I would be so bitter. I know. I would be like, really? You're making me watch, like, 13 episodes before, like, you get to Dwight. They'll, like, introduce him, like, in the second to last episode or right. something. Right. Episode 10 really or bitter. whatever. <laughs> oh, God. I'll be DVRing it, so I won't be bitter about it. I'll at least watch it on my terms. If I have to make a single prediction, though, I would say that um, if they are definitely going to be revealing Dwight... Okay, because, okay, let's just put it this way. They only started production, uh, I think it was the end of November, beginning of December. Like, they, they, they were in the table rounds, they were in the writer's room, they were fixing some things up, and I'm sure they started filming, like, midway into December. So, mm-hmm. announcing Dwight this far in means that he should be in the first half probably it means that they've had him on the show for a little while and they've had it in the bag i mean jenna elfman even implies that they they've known about this for a really long time they finally can say something yeah it seems like so i'm just trying to make you feel better because i know you feel very you seem verklempt like you know i just like fear comes up and i have to take like a deep breath i'm like oh here we go usa Fine, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I'll, I'll be okay. Here. Just TV. I'll watch it. It's just different. Like when when Walking Dead comes on, it's like I go to my room, I shut the door, I put a lock on it, I have like my drink, and I like have to watch it as it airs because like, I right. need to see as it it's happening because I don't want to get spoiled by like somebody being like, "Holy crap!" And it's like, no, no, no. I need to watch it as it happens so I know what's going on. Plus, I like seeing the color commentary on Twitter while I'm watching it, but. <laughs> I don't. But like I, I'm like fear, the exact opposite of that. Like, you don't like you don't like that. I love the Twitter commentary. It kills during me. the show. No Twitter color commentary is amazing. Yeah, during the show, I love it. <laughs> I guess I now I've kind of got it's it. like. And if I happen, I love it because it's so funny. But what it's always especially funny is that if I happen not to be able to catch Walking Dead when it airs and I'm but I have my phone with me and I'm seeing the Twitter comments come in and when I see people go like oh my god I'm like what the hell happened (laughs) something happened yeah yeah Uh, but no I love Twitter yeah I I have been and if it's trending then I know something's up (laughs) which which really oh well yeah I guess so but I'll, I'll say one thing that actually is a good segue to the the Skybound Walking Dead account because they've been doing some really mm. 
I don't know if this is, it's not necessarily new, but I, I think that that account is starting to actually start retweeting like other non Walking Dead accounts and stuff like that, you know, trying to troll them and stuff like that. So, I mean, just the, just the other day when people found out about um, The Walking Dead taking over the the top spot of most pirated show, um, like the when when yeah. HBO announced that, yeah, um, that it would be the season of Game of Thrones and then The Walking Dead account just goes and and The Walking Dead. Um, so I just found yes. that fascinating because, you know, it, it's it, and they're starting like going to fan accounts and start responding to them and retweeting fans mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just think that's really, really fascinating to me. You know how the, the dynamic between Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Well, more the the Walking Dead is. Twitter account has gotten like immersive. Like they've they've been way more responsive. They've been playing with the AMC Walking Dead account too. So the AMC Walking Dead account will be like all you know, legit business, legit media. Like here's a video promo, and then the Walking Dead, the yeah. Skybound account will be like, you know, they'll start doing right. kind of commentary on that, and it's just so it's funny. It's funny to watch them interact with that with fans replying to comments and on both the AMC and their own chat, mm-hmm. uh, you know, replies and stuff like that, tweet replies, and so if you ever get a chance to if anybody ever gets a chance to really just respond mm-hmm. to the walking dead account and they'll they're they'll be more than happy to to reply back it's it's pretty fun you know and it's go just goes to show like they are doing some pretty good things yeah i think that's a lot of what we are covering i mean it's rapidly approaching you know we'll be there february 10th we'll be here before you know it thank yeah. god for that your lips to god's ears because <laughs> we're only in week right. three of giveaways by the way We've got seven more weeks to go. But it's it's getting there. It's yeah. getting there. You know, like, I mean, it'll fly. I mean, I'm hopeful it'll fly by. It'll be right after the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday and then Walking Dead Boom. Sunday. Is that the same Sunday or no, right? No. Whoa. They, they know better than that. Walk, the Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> followed by Walking Dead Sunday. Wow. They always do it that way. Thank goodness. They're not any dumb. They're not dummies. They ain't no stupid. They're going to compete with the Super Bowl. They usually advertise during the Super Bowl, actually. That's right. I remember how good those advertisements Because I've seen Walking Dead during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, folks. There you have it. (laughs) Exactly. So before we get um, uh, timed out and lagged again, I will say this much. I am looking forward to the winner of this week's contest. And stay tuned to our social media accounts so you find out when the next prize drops. It's going. It's usually the, the next prize drops for, let's say, week four. Um, it'll drop during the normal time when The Walking Dead airs, at least on the East Coast, which is 9 Eastern. So on Sunday, 9 Eastern. Um, like New York time. So keep your eyes peeled. It, it, it does shoot out at 9 p.m. exactly. There is a mailing list if you do want to get the next drop via email, not want to look at social medias. Uh, but for now, we've got less than 24 hours left for this week's giveaway. And I encourage you to go to squawkingdead.com and it should be right there on the page. It, it loads up and you can just enter right away by putting your email address and your first and last name you're good to go and you can start entering multiple times you know like enter to click the facebook and the twitters and the instagrams and yeah it's pretty easy and you and that's each one of those is another entry and stuff like that and some have multiple have uh multiple entries so you can basically hit one thing and get two entries and stuff like that too so enter today and we'll be doing this for the next seven weeks after uh, to sunday or not seven weeks i'm sorry it's eight weeks only right so it's five more weeks to go <laughs> okay i'm losing my goddamn mind yes. yeah so not with that shabby, only five weeks yeah yeah we're, we're we got it we got this just saying yeah so with that um carol thank you for joining me thank you for 
having me. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, I missed you. See that? We are like back, getting revamped, ready. We'll be good. We'll yeah. Be good. And this is a new thing. This little live feed with us and the cameras and stuff like that. We're going to do better next time, but with the internet connection. And um, it's all experimental. Give us feedback give us ratings like let us know what we're doing because how can we improve if we don't know yeah design ideas are welcome I'm just saying <laughs> suggestions recommendations requests yeah hit us up at info at squawkingdead.com our social oh, medias dms all that stuff there's a there's even like a little chat bubble on the bottom right where you can dm or uh face a tweet twitter dm and facebook uh, instant messenger or facebook messenger us so with that, Carol. See you next time. Perfect. Because of the lag. <laughs> Take care, guys. We'll see you next week or two. <laughs>